Welcome to the Biohacking Superhuman Performance Podcast. My name is Natalie Nidham. I'm a nutritionist, a human potential, and epigenetic coach, and I created this podcast to bring you the latest ways to take control of your health and longevity. We cover it all, from new technology to ancestral health practices, personalized interventions, and a very special interest of mine, peptides. Enjoy the show. Hey folks, welcome back to the show. My guest today is obsessed with sleep, sleep and recovery. And any biohacker worth their salt is obsessed with sleep and recovery. Any longevity enthusiast is obsessed with sleep and recovery. You don't have to be a biohacker, but if you are focused on optimizing your health, your performance, your longevity, and the whole nine yards, then sleep has got to be at the top of your list. And my guest has made it his life's work and now his passion to make sure that as many of us as possible have the opportunity for an amazing night's sleep. And his name is Jack Delaccio. He makes Essentia mattresses. He's actually the head chef over there. I actually think that should be part of his title. His real title is CEO and founder of the company. And we talk all about what it takes for a great great night's sleep and how this mattress in particular helps to address that. The cool thing about Essentia, if you're a sports fan, is a lot of your favorite athletes are sleeping on these mattresses when they're at home. Um, unfortunately, it's not a portable biohacking thing you can take with you. We have a great conversation. We talk about some of the current things that people are putting on their mattresses and where Jack sees them fitting in, what the best ones are and which ones he feels maybe we could think about doing without. I don't know. I might have to try a couple of things before I commit to that. In any event, uh, if you decide after this podcast that you simply need to own one of these mattresses, I encourage you to go into one of their showrooms and try them out for yourselves first. And then if you decide to buy, and I'm not going to lie, this is an investment. I talk a little bit about some of the ways I helped my husband to get over his sticker shock when we went to get our mattress. And if you think about how much time you spend on that mattress in your lifetime and how what it actually does for you, it's, I think, one of the most worthy investments we can make and maybe worth saving up for if you don't have the money for it right, right now. In any event, we can help take a little bit of the pain away. You can use discount code BIONAT. That'll get you $100 off your mattress. And that seems to stack on top of any specials that they have going on at any given time. Um, when I tested the code earlier today, when I recorded the podcast, it was live and it was 100 bucks off. The, and they were having a sale and it still saved me $100 off the mattress that was on sale. So I will leave it to you, first of all, to dig into the podcast, take go on this journey with me and Jack. Uh, he talks about a lot of the uh, pro athletes that they worked with and how those pro athletes and the research they did through them really informed a lot of what they do. So thank you for being here. I totally appreciate you guys. You know where to find me. It's natnidham.com. That's where you can find the podcast. You can find my newsletter. And of course, in my Facebook group, Optimizing Superhuman Performance. And finally, if you love this episode and if you get value from it, please make sure that you share it with your friends, your family, anybody else who you believe can get value from this episode as well. And leave us a review. Ideally, if you really love it, a five-star review, because of course, that's what allows us to rise up the rankings and become more visible and seen to other people just like you. So thank you again for being here. Totally appreciate you guys and enjoy the show. Hey folks, just a quick minute to thank our sponsor for this episode, Oxford HealthSpan, makers of Primadine, the only spermidine supplement that I personally use and recommend to my clients and family. 
Spermidine has earned a permanent spot on my longevity stack. Research has shown that spermidine positively impacts six of the nine hallmarks of aging, including protecting your DNA from damage as you age. Regular users also experience visible results after just one to three months, including better hair, skin, nails, and deeper sleep. I choose Primadine because it is the only spermidine supplement on the market that is free of any additives or excipients, while including a prebiotic to feed your own bacteria to make more of your own spermidine. And now Primadine also has a gluten-free version. To try Primadine, go to primadine.com and use discount code BIONAT15 to save 15% off your purchase. And now let's get back to the episode. Hey folks, just a quick reminder that all of the information presented in this podcast is for information purposes only. No medical advice, no diagnosing, no treatments suggested here. Before you try anything that you hear about or learn about here, make sure that you check with your medical provider. Welcome to the podcast, Jack Delaccio. It is such a pleasure to have you here today. Great to be here, Sandy. Thank you. Uh, thank you for having me. No, it's uh, it's great, and it's always great to meet a fellow Montrealer, even though we're no longer both in Montreal. Nor <laughs> it's um, I don't know. I you never know if our paths cross downtown sometime. <laughs> yeah, I know that was a pretty funny one. Yeah, you know, you're Canadian, and, uh, and I guess. Or start to not realize I'm, I'm from Montreal, but my factory is still in Montreal. All, every Accenture is produced uh, in, in the suburbs of Montreal. Oh, is it really? Oh, cool. Yep. Look at that. Hmm. Oh, actually, I think I know that because, and we were talking about this. So you guys don't know this because I don't always talk about these things, but now I'm going to start talking about it. And that is that I happened to already, before Jack's team reached out to me, I already owned an Accenture mattress. Um which has, along with a couple of other things, but it has basically up-leveled my sleeping game, which I already thought was pretty up-leveled. So, and we're going to talk about why that is. So when, when your team reached out to me to do a podcast, I was like, hell yeah. (laughs) 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 I'm all in. And then my mattress, I believe did come from Montreal. Is that possible? Because you don't warehouse in the U S and send it back to Canada. No, no, they're all just made and, and shipped uh, shipped to order. So everything is poured in Montreal. So they're not assembled in Montreal. We 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 are formulate pour, bake. Uh, the complete formula is, is made right there in the suburbs of Montreal, and we ship around the world often there. Wow, that's amazing. Okay, so I want to dig into this whole pour and bake and the whole nine yards. But before we do that. Did Jack Delaccio grow up as a small child dreaming of making mattresses for people? Or did you have a very traumatic sleep experience as a child? What is it that brought you to this to this profession, this passion of yours? Because I think it's probably a passion. I mean, anybody who does what you do, you're not just setting out to make a mattress. Um, yeah, it, it definitely developed into a passion in a sense. It was not, um, I don't think anyone dreams of uh of uh, building mattresses. <laughs> um, <I don't> know. <laughs> it, it, yeah, I guess. But, you know, I guess, it, but interestingly enough, it, you know, when I look back a, a couple of years in, I kind of use those words. I never thought I'd, I'd, I'd be in the mattress industry. You know, um, as an industry, eh, I don't like to consider myself in the mattress industry. I really try to focus that I'm on the wellness, uh, you know, wellness circle rather than, than mattress industry. Um, mattress industry is a little bit more marketing rather than wellness is, is really to the point what we're trying to deliver an outcome. 
Um, so for me, it happened. I've always been entrepreneurial um, right out of, you know, right out of school. When, actually, during school, part time, I had my own business right out of uh, when I graduated from, uh, from college and I went on to open up my first business. Um, and I was doing well in, in, in a mill work design company, uh, had me in Europe a few times a year uh, with some suppliers and, and uh, I really was enjoying my work. It had a little more design element to it. And um, I guess quite a few years in, I had some people in my family who, were, uh, who had become ill. And I think that's usually the pivot point when at any time somebody, um, it's either uh, their own experience or, or anyone in their surrounding when they become ill, that's the only time you become aware of your environment, the only time you become aware of your body and our limitations or, 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 or how unlimited we can be with the right environment. And um, as we were seeing different health practitioners, I just became aware of uh, our indoor environment specifically. And my family was in the phone business, in the latex business before I have, and, but I never really took a deep interest in it just because, um, again, the mattress was not appealing. But then it, when I, when I was so focused on indoor air toxins, I was really curious to know how we can make latex foam, which even at the time, everyone knew was a healthier foam. Uh, didn't have any of the uh, harsh VOCs and toxins that you get in polyurethane foams. And I was seeing with people undergoing cancer that they had respiratory issues with polyurethane, they were getting rashes. However, they needed that pressure redistributing foam for joint aches and pains from everything else they were going through. So I went on this journey to try to make slow response latex. Um, we call it memory foam, but really slow response latex that would be a, a clean indoor air environment while giving pressure relief, while giving pressure redistribution. And I was really focused on just clean air and physical support. Uh, and I guess about close to four years, three and a half to four years into the development, we finally came up with a, a workable product. And that's when I launched and founded Essentia. Uh, that was kind of really just the infancy in the sense that um, I've always kept my research and development hat on. And uh, today we've developed so much more than just uh, organic product, but, but more so in performance and all the different elements that can help you get deeper sleep and more REM sleep. And uh, we measure uh, how well we do this. We measure you know, how, how, how we can push the limits of someone's performance through really focus on the re focusing on their recovery. Mm -hmm. Yeah, well, it's such a good point, right? I mean, we were talking about this ahead of time, and we will. T I would love to talk a little bit about how you finally got into the performance athlete world, if you will, and how it's really only over the last, I don't know, is it 10, 15 years that people's attention has turned to recovery? I mean, before that, it was all about training, 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 train hard, train hard, train hard, and you were even mentioning that, you know, it was just get calories into the body, don't care how you do it, just put whatever crap in that's going to give yield the energy, let's say, through calories, and then train harder. And when you're broken, train some more kind of thing. And, and that, yep. <laughs> that shift has, has fed into your business and your business has fed into it in, as well. But I think before we go there, you know, maybe let's talk a little bit about VOCs, which are 
volatile. I, I'm 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 not sure. Volatile organic compounds. So those are the particles in the air, um, and so, some can be uh, you know a higher concentration of them. They're all around us. They're outdoors. They're indoors. Uh, but the higher the concentration level, the uh, unhealthier the environment is. Right. Um, so within when it comes to indoor air quality, there are government standards, uh, which are really not not enough for uh, for a healthy indoor environment. Uh, these days, there are some um, uh, some establishments that you know we work with um, the well uh, the well living lab. Uh, with Mayo Clinic, and they're focused on really going deeper and having lower VOCs than, than what the standard is. And um, we, you know, from, from what we see, as we monitor sleep, is that high levels of VOCs stimulate your central nervous system, and that really gets in the way of proper deep sleep. That was one of the foundational elements that we realized had to be eliminated from uh, from mattresses, and mattresses are. Uh, the number one contributor to VOCs in a bedroom. That is the highest ask, so. density foam item in, so it's not coming from curtains or carpeting. It really is coming from very dense blocks of foam that most people are sleeping on. Yeah, and that you're lying on all night long. Like you spend a significant amount of your life in very close contact with this thing. And That's so, right. And so the so the VOC so and does the mattress just continue to emit VOCs through its lifespan or at some point is there like I would imagine when it's brand new it's off gassing more does that diminish over time do you have any sense it, 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 yes it's constantly diminishing obviously the big load is in the first three years and then it's constantly diminishing diminishing however. Um, other things are taking its place. So when when it's losing all of its uh, VOCs, it's also drying up, and then introducing other particles like micro dust as it's breaking down. So it could be breaking down and introducing particles in the air that are not healthy to breathe in, um, or it's not even working properly because it's dry and it's no lo- it's compressing and it's, it's sagging. It's no longer giving it the support needs that it has. So a lot of these are only as useful. As, as highly flexible materials uh, when they're off gas. Right, right. Oh, that's interesting. And so how, so are you saying that mattresses should be changed every three years? Not at all. Uh, when you're getting into, so if you're, when, you, when you're buying, a, a, for example, a latex mattress, so just to be clear, most mattresses start failing people within that three years. So if you have a coil mattress, those coils are not designed to last so long. So the better the coil mattress, the deeper they buried it into the foam. So, right. so, you know, the higher, more surfaces you have over your coils, the better the quality mattress. Because the coils are not meant to resist any piece of metal. As you keep bending it, the more you bend it, the softer it gets. <clears throat> so, so the coil mattresses uh, typically are three-year lifespan, even though they, whatever the guarantees are, are not relevant to how they're performing. Uh, when you get into a memory foam, synthetic memory foam, those ones there, um, they're typically last a good 10 years, uh, again, while they, while they still have that softness, and then they're breaking down. But not all of them are built the same. The higher densities have higher VOCs, but they're la- they last longer. Most of what's on the market right now are low densities, which means that they're not lasting more than three, four years to begin with. I like to talk about latex foam because latex foam is a natural rubber. 
you can buy synthetic, but generally speaking, if you're buying an organic rubber, you're, you're getting real durability out of it. That stays uh, uh, naturally hydrated, so that elasticity stays with it for 20, 25 years. So now you're not looking at breakdown. <clears throat> the only time that um, latex will break down is when it's exposed to the element. So <clears throat> if, if you're exposing it to light, exposing it to air, that's when it starts to break, accelerate and become biodegradable. But as long as it's enclosed in its cover um, and, and, and it's uh, sheltered from light, it's not going to be breaking down and it'll last really long. That's why that's the material that I was working on to develop just because we want that longevity. We don't expect people to, people don't, even if their mattresses are, are breaking down, they're not changing them every three years. On average, you're changing them every seven years, but they've tolerated a bad mattress for three, four, four years. <laughs> Uh, I tell you how long I had my last mattress before I finally got my husband to buy <laughs> the one we have now. Just not. But interestingly enough, sometimes you 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 tolerate something, you live with it. I, I have a close friend of mine that um, he thought that his neck pain was completely just um, a factor of aging. Yeah. And he ended up changing and using one of our pillows, and then he comes to see me. He goes, "I can't believe it. The pain is gone." Well, what did you think we were doing here? And he said, I just figured it was me. I was aging. <laughs> and, uh, you know, before we, we, we were briefly discussing, you know, you, you now have an Accenture at home, but at your cottage, you don't. No, and no. You've ruined you, you, my cottage for me. <laughs> <laughs> but, like, now you've kind of really get to see side by side in the moment the difference from a quality sleep to a, to a coil mattress. And it, it may have been a really good coil mattress, but over after a couple of years, it just will not be. Yeah, no. Well, I can assure you it was not a great coil mattress to begin with because <laughs> when we bought it was, okay, block your ears, like 20 years ago when we got our cottage. So, <laughs> <laughs> uh, the only thing is it doesn't get slept in most of the year, right? Because the That's right, yeah. by the lake, and which I'm sure brings its own set of challenges, but you figure we're on it. We're on it, I don't know, for for let's say four months, quarter time. So, you know, it, it hasn't been slept on for 20 right. years of nights kind of thing. Um, but, you know, what I was saying to Jack that I will share with you guys is just to, just to outline the differences. And, you know, it's an interesting thing. It's even as a coach, when I get someone to make a lifestyle decision and they make their lifestyle decision, they feel so much better. But three months down the road, they forget how they used to feel. They just their new normal is feeling better. Um, and with mattresses, it's not that different. So when we got our Essentia mattress in December, I just remember saying, oh my God, like this is the best bed I've ever slept in. I love my bed. And, you know, I, I didn't have an emotional attachment to my bed before that. I was like, I like going to bed. Well, I didn't really, because I think sleep's a waste of time. Although I've changed my ways as a biohacker. <laughs> Um, but anyway, but I, you know, I really, I knew I really liked my mattress and I've done a lot of traveling this year and I can, I'm often reminded of what it's like not to be on my Essentia, but it was really highlighted to me when I went back to the cottage because the, not only are we on a coil mattress that was probably not that good to begin with, but the bed is also in a frame that doesn't, you know, it's not particularly solid. And one of the beauty part of the beauty of the Essentia mattress, quite apart from all of the technology in the mattresses itself, is that it sits on a box spring 
that sits on the ground that gives it a particular degree of stability. And when I'm at the cottage, no matter any little move my husband makes gets transmitted to me through the mattress. And that automatically makes a mess of your sleep. Like it's just, and I'm a pretty light sleeper anyway. So, um, whereas when I'm at home on my mattress, I don't, he could be, he could be bouncing around. I'm not going to feel it. So quite apart from just that beautiful feeling you get when you get onto your Essentia mattress is that the physical reality of a different type of mattress is inescapable. This is pretty cool. Cause I, I hadn't realized that you've had, you were already sleeping on a Essentia mattress. So it makes this, uh, this discussion so much easier. Yes. Uh, I hope I, I hope we don't miss so many blanks because we're just getting it without explaining it. <laughs> no, exactly. no, for sure. No, listen. So, so you, you know, one of the things is, so there's memory from and slow response latex technology. So slow response latex technology is what's built into the Essentia. You said earlier yeah, yeah. that memory foam is latex, slow response oh, latex. Well, me- memory, foam, memory foam is a commercial term. So, okay. yeah. so what, 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 what typically what memory foam represents is uh, polyurethane foam, uh, polyurethane viscoelastic foam. So that's a, a full chemical byproduct. Um, and, you know, when we launched this, uh, I guess, 17 years ago, latex foam uh, was, you know, there was obviously there was latex foam. There wasn't that much of awareness of latex foam. And ours being a slow response latex, which mimics a memory foam, uh, we felt the much more commercialization of Essentia was to say it's a, a, a natural memory foam uh, mm-hmm. because we were using organic components to do it, to make it. However, um, I think 17 years later, we we're able to talk much more transparent about what the technology is. It's slow response latex foam. So what's slow response latex foam, uh, why that's, uh, why that's key is it gives you the uh, uh, it gives you what you were just speaking about the um, uh, movement isolation. Mm-hmm. These are the movement isolation that you get out of a mem- out of out of, a, out of a synthetic memory foam. But it also does it gives you the pressure redistribution that you get from a memory foam. Um, so now you, and it gives you the posture support that you get from a, a memory foam. So it gives you all these amazing attributes that were really um, uh, inherent to memory foam. However, one is we've managed to wait to exceed that performance. So our uh, slow response latex foam does all of those three points much better. Why, do, why does it do it better? The higher density foam, the higher elasticity foam, so it gives better uh, uh, physical support, eliminating all negative space. It gives better pressure redistribution for blood circulation and eliminating any numbing that you might get. And it takes, it takes away that transfer of, of, uh, of, of uh, movement. And that's kind of how we've upped the game from what regular memory foam was to what our slow response latex is. And that's kind of only the physical aspects because then we get to the next level of eliminating stimulants. Yeah. And that's, well, where the act, where that's where we really get in on sleep action. <laughs> yeah. So talk to me about that. You talk about stimulant free sleep recovery and so you know as a consumer i sit there and go well stimulant free well obviously i'm not going to drink coffee before i go to bed but i have a sense that you're talking about something other than caffeine and uh 
and other yeah, so, so it, signals it, 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 think about. You have to think what keeps the brain activity moving and what, what, what slows it down into like a kind of a micro hibernation. Those are, those are the things that, that we, we monitor and we, we keep a pulse on. Um, so I guess number one is the physical one, the obvious one, what we just addressed, which was with, when it comes to support, what, what, what are we doing there? We're eliminating pain as a stimulus. And, and pain is the obvious stimulus. If your back is hurting, your shoulders hurting, uh, if you're getting pressure, that, that is basically uh, provoking your body into, in, into action. Uh, so that's something that most mattress makers uh, appreciate and try to um, better, better quality mattresses, try to alleviate pain, try to increase comfort. So that's the one and the obvious one. Uh, then there's another which more and more people are um, very familiar with is uh, temperature regulation. So when it comes to temperature regulation, people think that comfortable sleep cool or comfortable sleep warm, but really there is uh, a science behind it. We, we, we measure your brain activity. And what we realize is that it's, a, it's sort of a dy- dynamic reality. It's not about sleeping hot or sleeping cold. If your body is cooling down, your brain activity is slowing down and you're getting into deeper sleep. If your uh, body temperature is increased, then your uh, brain activity is activating and you're getting out of deep sleep and into your light sleep phase. This is sort of like the, it, it's almost like you picture the environment. The environment, you try to go back, you know, prehistoric times without electricity, without everything we have around us. You're in a desert. What naturally happens? is it gets hot in the day and it gets cold at night. And, it, and, it's, and it's part, part of our natural cycle, uh, part of how our bodies were meant to function. And so heat becomes a trigger, it becomes a stimulant to waking up. And so in fact, uh, what we've been working on and what we've achieved is an actual dynamic core which uh, allows the body heat to escape, but throughout the night. So we measure uh, we measure uh, our, our whole body recovery cores drop seven degree surface temperature over that eight hour time lapse. So it's not about going to bed cold or just having the room temperature cold because some of some errors can happen where if your if your body heat is, is very warm and your environment is very cold, you can it can just cause perspiration from happening and other types of discomfort. If your surface is trapping um, your heat well, then that surface is increasing temperature. So really it's about allowing body heat to escape the body and constantly throughout that eight hour cycle. Mm-hmm. And if, that, if, if we're doing that, we're keeping you into REM sleep and deep sleep cycles longer. That is one of those stimulants. So pain, heat, and one of the topics we've already started to talk about is VOC. Yeah. So toxins are another stimulant that again, get that central nervous system uh, working in overdrive. And, and when you have any of these stimulants going on, what basically they're doing is uh, just keeping your body active, uh, mm-hmm. unconsciously active. And, uh, you know, really uh, the game changers happen mentally during REM sleep and physically during deep sleep. And so uh, what we've realized in, in analyzing sleep data uh, with athletes has been the longer we keep people in those two cycle, then if we can increase it by 10%, 20%, 50%, 100%, we're getting much better outcomes. And that's why we try to set the table or set the environment 
um, to have all of these stimulants covered. Uh, whether again, pain, and, and there's more. There's, there's, we, we spoke about this briefly. EMF. Yes. Um, you know, EMF is something that um, you know for the longest time, many many general consumers don't really buy into it uh, because a lot of people they don't see it, uh, they don't uh, believe it, or uh, if they don't feel it, 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 it can't be wrong. Uh, but it really is a, a real deal out there. And uh, we've been able to identify maybe not the long-term outcomes uh, or harms of, of EMFs, but we've been able to see an actual reaction in blood cells. So I think that that was um, uh, the, the moment that we were able to introduce um, technologies to eliminate the impact of EMFs. I guess one of the, the things where when I was consulting some of the pro athletes, uh, they're young, they're successful athletes, and but it's easy to tell them uh, the challenges I always have is with the sleep routine. Yeah. Whereas a lot of them want to, you know, they, they, they want to train, they want to work hard, they want to play hard, but they a lot of them want to party hard. Yeah. And partying hard is not part of the recovery. <laughs> um, but another thing that I challenge, challenge with is not having their, their toys around. They all want to have their cell phones uh, or their tablets. And, and in fact, um, that's what, you know, telling, telling these guys, I had my uh, privacy setting on. Why you, sorry about that. Okay. Okay. So the, um, um, one of the, the, the main things that I uh, was able to talk to them on is, is about, you know, keeping their sleep environment uh, without any downloads and streaming. And again, that, did, that didn't pan out. But I started working with uh, Dr. Valer in Switzerland and looking at the different types of um, uh, products we can use that can overpower the actual EMF that you get from streaming. Because uh, as you were speaking about earlier, back in the day, people would, would use grounding pads. Grounding pads uh, made sense when it was electronic devices that were around us that were providing those, uh, those magnetic barriers. Um, but today it's through 3G, 4G, 5G, mm-hmm. all of this streaming and downloading, it's coming from everywhere. So yeah. it's not coming from any of the devices necessarily around you. It's, it's everywhere from your neighbor's house, it's from your local phone provider. But what we are able to see is that when you're actually downloading, uh, we are able to see the blood cells behavior differently during active calls during actual streaming of, of, of videos. So during that process, the cells were sticking together and creating this kind of almost, they, they look like caterpillars so uh, where they all. Yeah. You're like talking, are you talking about live blood cell analysis where you yeah. see mulos? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. yeah. So when we were looking at that, we were, we were saying, okay, well, there's an actual, this is evidence that it's doing something. When you yes. shut it off, awesome. it normalizes. Um, so what we, worked on was basically having a, uh, a, a, a mineral formula to our uh, mattresses that would overpower that. So, so the, the, the key is that everything has a signal. We're all based on electrical signals. We're alive because of electrical signals. But the natural organic signals that come from rocks, from minerals, from our bodies, uh, it, 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 it's a very harmonic signal. It's not a chaotic signal. And that allows our blood cells to behave normally. And so what we've done is introduce a mineral formula to our latex that has this overpowering effect. 
So our players are able to stream videos, download, uh, be on active phone calls, and not get that caterpillar effect on their blood on their blood work. Wow! And that's one more way. Now we don't have the long term outcomes of what's wrong with EMFs. We don't have we have you know, and we don't have the long term outcomes on how we will benefit from this. But just not seeing your 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 body behave differently with or without a phone call, I think we're on the right direction here, and we're willing to go forward with it. Yeah, well, that's really interesting. I mean, you know, it's interesting with the players because at some level you've addressed a big chunk of it, which is the the physiological response in that's exhibited in the blood, which is kind of like a magnetic frequency kind of issue. Unfortunately, staring at that tablet, at that phone, all that before bed is still going to have a negative impact on their brains, like and their absolutely their deep sleep and all that kind of stuff. But I guess that's a different battle to fight on a different day. But I'm curious about something. The So do you put this technology into all your mattresses or is it just into some of them? Currently, it's in some of them. It's an, it's a, it, we've been able to uh, successfully integrate it in our whole body recovery formula. Okay. Everything goes back to formula uh, in a sense that we, we have to blend these. They, they need to, you know, whenever we add something, it needs to still address all of the other stimulants and uh, whether it be heat. So, so, so we've been able to properly integrate it into our whole body recovery mattresses. So we've made it as an option on there, but I'm actually working right now on how do we integrate this in our performance line and our, in our lifestyle line. So that's a, an ongoing uh, R and D for me because uh, uh, every time we, we discover something that, that ups the game, I try to integrate it in everything we make. Do you think it would ever be something like a mattress topper that somebody could add, let's say, to their performance mattress like I have? <laughs> yes, definitely, it definitely will be. Um, you know, I just don't have a timeline on it just yet. Yeah, uh, that seems yeah, to that's, be obvious, right? It allows people to yeah. upgrade the mattress they have. and Absolutely, absolutely. It's something that we're actively working on to try to get it right, whether it be on a pillow or on a uh, mattress topper. But we are, we're working on both of those right now. Cool. Um, so you, so it's interesting when you, and, and I mean, we still have three more stimulants to go through, but before we get to the next three stimulants, I'm curious about when you talk about making these mattresses, you talk about, it sounds to me like you're almost talking about baking because you're literally, you're, you're creating a recipe and it has to mix properly and then you're baking it and setting it. So you know, let's, we pro- I probably should have asked this beforehand, but what's involved in making an essential mattress, obviously without giving away your trade secrets, but you know, what is it that, that's so special? I mean, other than the fact that it's, first, first of all, we now know it's organic rubber. So it's an actual organic material. It's not, um, it's not a synthetic, but maybe you can give us a little bit of insight into this because it's, it's, it's interesting. Yeah, too. we we really call it the kitchen. So we really call it the kitchen, oh, the kitchen. because <laughs> it, it 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 goes through, uh, you know, kind of like a, a a cake making process where, uh, it, rather than batter, it's it's latex. But we we we've changed the performance of the latex based on essential oils and and things that we're changing in the viscosity and and the reaction of the of the latex itself, and we 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 pour it on in in different layers. And that we keep pouring on will have different uh, blends and different reaction time. So a mattress will be poured over like a cake, layer over layer over layer. Wow. Because the top layer doesn't need to do like the mid layer 
transition layers and base layers. So they all have a purpose and they all need to have a different elasticity. They all need to have a different uh, firmness and, 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 and comfort level, support level. So, so we're, we're, we're making these. These used to be done manually. Now that we, we've got this beautiful robot that basically does all the blending and is able to pour layers over one another to make this mattress. But once it's, once, once it's completely poured, and it's locked it. We close the lid, lock it in, and we bake it. So it has to go through the uh, heating process where you know, it comes from a liquid into a solid. And then from there, um, it, it, it has to go through whole, um, a whole 48-hour curing process. So it, it, it really is a, almost a romantic uh, food processing. I, I feel like I need Stanley Tucci to do a tour. I think you do. And, and then I have another question to you. So then in this case, for this type of mattress, you're never going to flip it over. No. You may rotate it, but you could ro- it will never flip it over because the backside will not, is not meant to be slept on really. It's, it's the top side. Correct. It's the, the bottom is a full support area and the comfort layers and the transition layers are all happening on, on, on the surface. You know, the, the, most mattresses these days are are, are not uh, flippable mattresses. Yeah, um, I'm probably talking about my 20 year old mattress. <laughs> yeah, just just right now, um, for some the reasons were uh, lower cost to make a one side instead of a mattress, but on a higher end quality, generally you're you're buying you're putting in such high density materials, quality materials that the flip is not really uh, needed. Uh, and, and these mattresses won't be breaking down. They won't be sagging on you. And a typical spring mattress that needs that rotation flipping, you know, every, every year to stretch its lifespan. Yeah, no. And That's not, uh, with these materials, we're not, we're concerned about that. Well, one of the triggers and ways I got my husband to agree to a new mattress in the first place, and he finally gave in and said, okay, fine, fine. It's your Valentine's Day, Christmas, Hanukkah, birthday, I don't know, I listed about 27 different things that it was going to be my present for. But, um, but one of the things was, dude, I feel like I'm rolling downhill every night <laughs> until I hit the bottom of that valley. Like, I was like, <laughs> 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 you know, and I, I had to remind him of the happy wife, happy life, little moniker and all the things. And he eventually came around. And I think he's pretty happy about it now, too. Um, and OK, so one more question, and then I'm, we're going to go back to our, our seven stimulants was so the low density, high density, because your mattress, like so many other mattresses now, it comes in a box, right? It's all folded up and packed into this box. And I mean, I got a king size mattress and I mean, granted, the box weighed a ton and a half, but it was it was smushed into this little box. But I was able to, I believe the instructions were that I could sleep on my mattress pretty soon after I took it out of the box. Whereas the, the, the other foam mattress that I got for my son, I don't remember the name of it and it was way cheap. It doesn't, no way does it compare to this. It had to be left, I want to say 24, but maybe 48 hours to re-expand itself after coming out of the box. Is that, does that point to the low density, high density thing? Correct. Yeah. A low density will take a lot longer for it to kind of reclaim that air because it's most, it's mostly air. So it took more time for air to kind of re uh, reconstitute the whole product. Um, ours are, um, very high density. I, I, I believe they are the highest density ever on the market today. 
like, well, like the weight. substantial amount. Right. Use the other weight exactly. Yeah. And, and don't forget, the, uh, my guess is that that inexpensive mattress that you bought for your son was probably about 50% thicker than our mattress and about 25% of the weight. The concentration of, of, of product is really high on that. Okay. Yeah, no, that makes some sense. And yeah, anyway, well, you know, he went to college, slept on it for four years. Now he's moving on. So who knows? All good. <laughs> um, okay, let's get back to our seven key elements for, for stimulant free. So we've got removal of pain, managing body temperature, uh, reducing or eliminating VOCs, neutralizing EMFs. What's our contestant number five? <laughs> we, we, we actually have uh, the, the um, blood circulation pressure, uh, pressure relief. Uh, so if, if we're not getting that proper uh, oxygen flow. If, if we have those obstructions and oxygen flow, the body is working to do this for you. Um, so it's anytime you need some type of unconscious effort to do something, it, it, it becomes an issue. One of the things that we did notice is that uh, specifically a problem with mattresses was their response to that human behavior. So um, when you're when you're sleeping, there's, especially during REM sleep, it can trigger some movement. So a bad mattress kind of always makes you move. You're tossing and turning, usually because of support and pain. But in the perfect environment, if you had the perfect support, mm-hmm. you're, you can still make movements caused by dreaming. And so uh, movements that come from dreaming in the best of environments, what we were realizing is that mattresses, that we're not responsive enough, typically memory foam mattresses, when you change position, it, it would take about six, six to eight minutes for the mattress to become supportive again. Oh, so if you can okay. imagine that these are, these are all uh, mattresses that are activated by your, your body. So the, the, the way that the chemistry of those products are is that it relies on your body heat to create that body cast. Uh, so when you change position, two things need to happen. New area needs to absorb your body heat, which happens pretty instant, instantly. You know, within a minute, it, it, it's taken on that, that, that full. But what ends up happening is the old spot where you're on, that, re, that still retained your body heat. That's why people hate to on memory foam beds because they sleep hot. So, but that old position, while that's still warm, there, that, that body cast that it's supposed to make is not there. And that takes about six to eight minutes for that to cool down and then to become supportive again. What we are realizing is when this is happening, you're actually staying in the light sleep cycle. So now we're preventing you from naturally going back into a deep sleep cycle. Um, so that, that's one of the things that we addressed back in 2009, really focused on uh, the elasticity and the behavior of the latex to the instant, um, while having the pressure redistribution full um, uh, kind of body casting effect, yet we're not body heat activated. So when you change position and we, by increasing that response time that we, we had with our, with our foam, we were able to address that completely. So again, within six seconds, uh, the mattress is readapted to your new position. So that was one of the other ways that we realized that uh, we call that a stimulant is how, uh, how mattresses were preventing from occurring or even the um, quantity of it because you know there's many you're going through many cycles through your eight hour time lapse and 
the sooner we get the optimal environment, the sooner we get you back into REM deep. Hey guys, just a quick word from our sponsor. It is hard to overstate how critical magnesium is. Health industry officials, authorities, doctors, from Dr. Hyman to Andrew Huberman and many more talk about it constantly and for really good reason. Historically, doctors have been using magnesium to treat a laundry list of conditions, from arrhythmias to preeclampsia, even certain seizures. And even now, some doctors use it as a last resort and use high doses of magnesium to offset the risk of a variety of serious medical conditions. This highlights the importance of magnesium for our health and well-being, and yet the vast majority of us are magnesium deficient. To make matters worse, we need seven types of magnesium to ensure our health and vitality. Fortunately, Bioptimizers offers us an elegant solution with Magnesium Breakthrough, the only product on the market with seven kinds of magnesium specially formulated to target every tissue in your body to provide maximum benefits from improving overall health to reducing stress, improving sleep, and boosting energy levels. Right now, you can try Bioptimizers Magnesium Breakthrough and other Bioptimizers product for 10% off. Just go to magbreakthrough.com forward slash bionat and use code bionat10 to save 10% so you can boost your intake of magnesium and start feeling better today before you become deficient. And now let's get back to the episode. So let me ask you a question that might be a little bit controversial. (laughs) So people are putting all these things on their beds, right? So they put, they get a mattress, they get a mattress pad, which creates a layer of of separation between you and your mattress. And so if the mattress is relying on your body heat to adapt to your shape and create that cast, are you like, is it, are you basically cutting off your nose to spite your face here? Like by having a barrier. And then there's another one I'm going to bring up, which you probably know what it is, but I'm curious on your opinion on this. So let's start first with obviously like, you know, with a mattress, like the Essentia, you don't need one of those foam topper things. You don't need a feather, whatever those, you know, people put all kinds of stuff on top of bad mattresses to make them feel better. But people will naturally put a mattress pad on top of the mattress just to protect it from getting dirty and stuff. One of those things, if you need to put it for protection, you have to do what you do. However, every time you put a layer, uh, that there's the, the, the layer in those, in those mattress protectors um, even in a, in a food grade backing, uh, it will prevent some of that body heat from escaping. It'll trap some of it. So, um, in, in the better quality ones, you're going to prevent, you know, 60, 70% of that, uh, uh, body heat from escaping. So, uh, definitely I understand in some, in some cases it's a must, but if it's not a must, I would always suggest not to put anything Okay, which will bring me to my next point, <laughs> which a lot of us. Find I do have an opinion on it. I'm sure you I do, do have an opinion on many, it. Many, many, <laughs> many of the biohackers swear by our the technology that cools down the surface of our bed actively. Yes. So I, you know, I use. Well, we don't. People know what I use. I'm, I'm not going to mention it here. But you know, as a category of biohacks that people add to their beds. Jack, why don't you share with us your thoughts on this? Because I have a feeling this opinion coming. <laughs> so here's, they do have a product that I do like, and it doesn't go between you and your mattress. So to me, anything interfering with what we're trying to achieve with EMF, 
we're trying to achieve with um, uh, posture support, blood recirculation, uh, all these things that, and, and allowing your body heat to, to flow through. Uh, so these chilling pads, uh, a couple of things. The first hand, you don't want to have one integrated in your bed. Because if you have one integrated in your mattress, uh, it, it could lead to mold. It can lead to all kinds of problems because you have, uh, you can have condensation. And, and, and if that's happening, it could lead to other serious issues in your, in, in your environment. Um, secondly, you know, the materials that, it, that it's made out of, right? You have plastics running through that. You have different hoses. And I want to eliminate as much of that as possible. But there is one product that I think um, really works well with Essentia. And, um, you know, it, it basically is, it's a blanket that goes over you instead of a pad that goes under you. Okay. So if you have the chill, the, the chill blanket over you, a brand other it's Chili Sleep. Yeah, and it's they, Chili Sleep. I've changed your name. And, and so they have a blanket. And I, and I, I don't hide behind it. I, I, I told them directly, I believe in your chili, I believe in your blanket, not as much in your pad and it's all good. Right. So, so the blanket, um, helps you cool down because I believe that that's really for the onset of sleep. And I think it's a great product for the onset of sleep because, you know, it, it really accelerates that, um, that getting into conscious sleep immediately. Uh, works for me very well. However, my focus is on the full eight hours. So in the full eight hours, having the blanket helps with the onset of sleep. But now having the mattress and all of its work help you for the eight hours of sleep, I think that's where you really benefit of the whole thing. Interesting. Very interesting. Okay. Well, we'll see. I'm going to have to do a couple of experiments with the chili blanket and see. I don't have one, but... <laughs> I'll give it a shot and see and see how it works. I mentioned them in so many podcasts. <laughs> well, one of two things is going to happen. They're going to call you and thank you, or they're going to send somebody out after you. Okay, so then okay, we, we've done four. What's number five? Or did we say number five? And I just forgot to write it down. So we've got movement, blood flow, blood pressure, pain, temperature, VOCs, EMFs. Is there anything else? I think we've covered them all, all the different stimulants that we have. Okay, cool. So that's the seven key elements for stimulant-free sleep. It, it eliminate VOCs, neutralize EMFs. And obviously, you know, I think that in a perfect world, what you're not saying to people is, oh, you can have your, your phone and your iPad and your computer on your bed running. What you're really saying to people in a perfect world, you shut that stuff off. And what the mattress is really dealing with is the ambient EMFs that, as you mentioned earlier, we literally can't get away from anymore. Like we, you know, if I turn on my phone Correct. and I look, I'm, I'm seeing probably 10 different um, Wi-Fi um, channels on my phone, right? I can't join any of them because yep. they're, all, they're all private. But, but they're there. Your, 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 your phone has caught on to them. They're, they're, they're in, your, in your space. Exactly. You it's a chemical stop suit. stop them from being in your space. Yeah. And I try yeah. not too much to think about the big building that's about a block away from me that's got all these 5G doohickeys pointing my way, which drives me a little nutty. But I, you know, <laughs> get to a point where it's like, okay, I'm either going to move I, uh, to a mountain or I'm going to have to learn how to deal with this stuff and deal with it. So I try to encourage people also to use those uh, blue light blocking glasses. Yeah. If anything, it, 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 it um, what, what, 
that for me is is it's uh, it actually gets me tired a lot faster. Yeah. By eliminating that light, I I, I lose patience and, and and I put the phone down and it just it, it it's almost like a trainer. Yeah. Have you ever <laughs> noticed how much how many shows you miss most of? Because if you're wearing your blue blockers, you fall asleep while watching TV. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> not, that, not that I, I mean, I don't have a TV in my bedroom, but it means I fall asleep in front of the TV in my living room. And I'm like, you know, and then you're all crabby because of course, that's one of the things you don't want to do is interrupt your sleep by having to get up and, and interrupt your sleep. Exactly. But yeah, it's, it's always hard when you're watching that, that Netflix show that you really like. And you're like, oh, man, I, I missed the end again. <laughs> I just keep missing the end of the show. I'm going through my notes here. I think we've covered almost everything. Tell, actually, no. Tell me a little bit of how you got started working with with pro athletes because you your your list of of customers, in addition to now including a lot of biohackers, I think you started off with the pro athlete crowd. Really. So, how did you get started there? Is it just because you you're an avid fan, or how did that how did that all evolve? It, it, it really um, almost just happened a little accidental, I'd say so. Um, obviously, very focused on my work and usually in development and product development. So never really have been out there all that much. But then um, someone from the Montreal Canadiens organization uh, had reached out to me um, and was interested in the technology. Uh, by then, we had patented our whole body recovery core and um, we weren't even... Speaking about all, we were mainly speaking about uh, VOCs and heat were the main things that we were focusing on, and and obviously pain management. Um, and so, someone from the team had, had reached out to me, and I, I met with their uh, their medical team, and we were just speaking about our technology and what we do, and we we're speaking about their players and what they can do and what they can use for support. And um, it was kind of interesting because I was also observing how they were handling people with neck injuries and back injuries. And uh, in that off season, I hired, uh, there was, was heading that department for, for neck and back uh, diagnosis for what kind of treatment they, they had to have. And that's where we developed our Osteo ID technology. You go through uh, questions and it goes through our algorithm. And uh, myself with, 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 with the guys from the medical team, came up with 256 different formulas on making the proper mattress for any individual athletes. And we can work with them remotely. I, I speak to someone by phone in LA and I, through 20, 25 questions, I'd be able to identify exactly his muscular strength, muscular weaknesses, exactly what I had to build for him as a mattress. And in conversation, he, he kind of mentioned to me, uh, I, I should be speaking to as result. I go, uh, you know, by Pat, you know, that's very well known as a hockey agent. And he goes, well, he's got all the best players. Anyhow, I get back to my R and D, get back to my office. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not business dev. So I'm not picking up the phone, calling anybody. I go kind of back, put my lab coat back on. Yeah. <laughs> um, and about a week later, he's on the phone with someone in my office and, um, I'm walking back to my office and the girl that works with me says, um, I've got someone here on the phone and, and he's just dropping some names and Sidney Crosby and Jonathan Tabe. And he goes, uh, well, what's his name? Well, Pat Brisson. You know, patch him through. It's coincidentally, it's like the universe sent him to me because someone mentioned it. 
anyhow, he, uh, we ended up staying on the phone for like two and a half hours discussing. And, um, he, uh, Sidney Crosby's uh, trainer was researching the best mattresses for the hockey players, uh, for, for himself, for his own personal use and to suggest to the players. And all of his research led him to Essentia. And he flew in to Toronto, to our Toronto location, spent half a day uh, looking at all of, uh, all, all of what we had to offer and all the information, then went back and did his research and finally gave, gave his findings to Pat Brisson, who picked up the phone and called the company. Um, he, he, after two and a half hours, he goes, oh, how, where do I try one of these things? Where are you located? And, um, uh, you know, I said, I'm in Montreal, Quebec. And, you know, he goes, oh my God, I'm from, uh, I'm from uh, Quebec as well. So he was pretty excited that we were both from, uh, both Canadian. And I said, so where are you located? Marina Del Rey. I've got a Santa Monica shop. So at that time I had a Santa Monica shop. So that's where the relationship started. Uh, from that point on, he suggested us to every player. And uh, so it began the O'Brien, Pat Brisson, and, and probably every elite hockey players sleeping on our product. I'm watching the playoffs now. It's a lot of fun because I see which essential players are, are playing against which essential players. <laughs> I, know, I, I know some on both teams. And, um, but, but this really sparked for me was working with professional athletes. And um, I was able to get in a situation where a lot of players volunteered, put on wearables, and for us to track their sleep. And so we were able to track, we had a group of 60 players for uh, two months. We were able to track their sleep and with a double blind test. So we had some people on regular memory foam, other people on other types of mattresses and a, and a group on uh, Essentia and, and no one knew what they were sleeping on. So, and we were able to track sleep and then interchange and, and really see how things worked out. And the data was amazing. We wow. that we were really, really far above. And then we began to build on that data. So, um, you know, from when I started the company was, um, as a product that would help people undergoing serious illnesses. And we still do have many customers who are going through their biggest life challenges and they're buying our mattresses, and, and, and which is great. Uh, but we learned so much from them and we learn a whole lot from professional athletes because they're very much in tune with their bodies. Mm. So they're, you know, they know if they slept well, they know if they're performing better, they know if they're focused. And, and sleep and recovery helps them with their confidence, with their focus, uh, with their agility, uh, with their uh, recovery, physical recovery, it, it does so much. It's, it's, it's been amazing. So it's been a great journey with with both of those groups. And you know, as of last year, we really uh, tweaked into a biohacking community, which is the same as those pro athletes, but except they are kind of like us. They live and have other jobs, not specifically. Um, but, but we need to perform, right? You're the CEO or you're, you know, in, in so many positions, everybody wants to perform well. You want to perform well at, ha- uh, at home with your family. You want to have the energy to have, you know, powerful weekends. Um, I know that, you know, when I play hockey with my friends, I want to have a good game. Although no one's paying me to play hockey, I pay to play hockey, but <laughs> I still want to have a great game. And, <laughs> um, so it's a lot of fun. The biohacking community is uh, in, 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 in that same category as our athletes. It's, it. it's been a great evolution for the company. No kidding. And so do you, just out of curiosity, do you customize mattresses for athletes? Because I would guess, 
like, I don't know if you've broken into the NBA at all, but now we're talking about humans who are not built like other humans. Like they are gigantic. They're really, you know, they're big guys. Like we're talking seven foot tall athletes who've got to be tipping the scales or football players, you know, they're tipping the scales at 300 pounds, like, you know, shrimp over here can't possibly like what, what makes me happy can't possibly make that guy happy on a mattress. <laughs> we, we make uh, for, for NFL players. I've got some players in at, at 370 pounds that use our mattress that uh, we, we cut them built uh, NBA players. Uh, we, 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 we make these eight foot by eight and a half foot bed uh, specifically. They're the ones who made me buy them. Um, available to anybody, but they are the ones who buy. It's our Procore mattress. We make them in any size, and we make them built to fit any individual. Um, they're they're monsters. Like you know, your mattress was heavy. Um, yeah. So you know, for for guys like Kevin Love, we made an eight foot by eight and a half foot by fourteen inch. So you know that that that's about three and a half times the weight of your mattress. <laughs> um, so we we do, and, and we still use. And we still use the algorithms that we learned uh, through our affiliation with them at the time with with the team at the Montreal Canadiens. So we still use the same practices of figuring out their muscular strength, muscular weaknesses, and uh, we we've, we've uh, kind of automated that process so that people fill out the questionnaire and submit, and they're able to get a custom mattress. And we make it available to everyone, but obviously it's those pro athletes that are the biggest consumers of, of that category product. And okay. So you actually customize it to their body as well. Like it's not just a size thing. It's to buy their biomechanics. Oh yeah. Size and body. Right. So what do they do when they travel? Cause you can't be traveling with that baby in your carry on. <laughs> and, and I'll tell you that's the biggest issue with leagues uh, like the NBA, uh, the NBA, uh, their travel schedules are, are not around, not revolving around their recovery at all. Um, and, you know, it, it actually takes me back to a, to a story when, when I was, uh, I guess it's five years ago, I'd spent some time um, with Andy O'Brien, with the Pittsburgh Penguins, and really I was amazed at how they took recovery so seriously. They had won the Stanley Cup one year, and they, they, they had this simple thought process, because we have the talent, we have the players, will we have the longevity to, to, to repeat a championship? So they focused everything on recovery. Interesting. Uh, so we were there to talk about recovery room and, and how much, you know, based on the training, how much additional recovery every player needed. They, they changed their travel schedule according to their sleep schedule. They changed their training. So, so when they were in the West Coast or East Coast, they went to bed at the same time, uh, irrelevant of time zone. So if it was, if it was midnight, one place it would be midnight and uh, 9 p.m. So they made sure that everything followed their recovery schedule. And they, they repeated. I, I was actually uh, uh, fortunate when it took me back to, did I ever think I'd be in the mattress industry? Well, did I ever think I'd be in the mattress industry and invited by the Pittsburgh Penguins to sit in the owner's box to watch a playoff game? I would have never guessed that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but you know what? You, you deserve your spot, right? Because as you said, in, I mean, as you can see, the and you had probably spotted in the players, right? It's their ability to recover and their ability to perform. Like I can, there was a game recently, and I think it was in the NHL playoffs where a team lost a playoff game and maybe a very 
important playoff game. I want to say it was one of the Florida teams. And then word was scuttling around that a bunch of the players may or may not have been out till three o'clock oh, yeah. the night before. Yeah, that was, a, that was a Florida team. They yeah. got swept. They got swept yeah. at the Tampa. Yeah. <laughs> And 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 that, and that may be a, a a team who had uh, possibly given up, or a set of players who had possibly given up, or that don't know respect recovery. I have to tell you that the better the elite players, I don't have to tell them anything. They're already there. They're on board. Their 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 sleep, their nutrition. Uh, you know when they when they come to town. I remember one time. Um, Player calls me up. He goes, "Any suggestion for for uh, for a vegan uh, restaurant when I'm in town?" You know, like even on on the downtime, they're focused on eating well. Uh, when I was in, uh, you know, the Canadians' uh, back room and just being, there's no more donuts. There's no more bagels. No, it's yeah. all healthy, high protein food. <laughs> and uh, so, the, yeah, those days are gone. And and yeah, some players. Don't take their careers as seriously. And, and there are players that way. They enjoy being there. They enjoy that they've made it, but they don't necessarily strive to be the best. Uh, they have much more potential. And that's fine. Everyone has their their their, their, their reason. Uh, but uh, the ones that are getting high achievement, it doesn't just happen. They, they huh. work at it. They work on their recovery and they work on their training as well. Well, and I think we see it in the, in their longevity, right? Like the LeBron James of the world yeah. are definitely dialing in and he's legendary for that. Or Tom Brady, like these are guys who are legendary and they're around a hell of a lot longer than, than a lot of the other guys. I mean, there's talent and genetics and a lot of things at play, but they're also, it's not an accident. I think, you know, one of the things that really you know, one of the things that drives these is sometimes you watch these these series on these players, and I watched the Michael Jordan series last year. Hey, and, I saw that. Yeah. And I think what what we forget because we keep saying, "Oh my God, the guy's so talented, and it comes so easy to him, and he's just flying through the air and doing all the things." And when you realize like how much blood, sweat, and tears, and work, and how they every piece of them is is geared to this one thing. It's not an accident and it's not, it's, I think there's a lot of talented people around. They don't all make it. Uh, absolutely. And, and I mean, the work that goes in, the physical punishment that they have to go through. And, and that's where we look at it in Stanley Cup playoffs and, 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 and see how, how players have to dive and work through injuries. I mean, for a player to be able to perform that way in the playoffs where they have to perform, they can't just say, well, I'm out for recovery. Uh, that recovery happens all year. Yeah. Your body needs to be in ready for the playoffs because it's going to get hurt. It's going to get injured and you need to work through it. Yeah. Uh, so that's, that's the, yeah, I love this time of year. Yeah. I'll be still, yeah. I'll keep building, <laughs> building resilience into the body. And I think that's, you know, I think ultimately how you sleep, just getting away from the pro athletes for a minute, but you know, how you sleep yep. and how you recover is what ultimately gives your body that resilience to deal with all the crap that you can't control in life. Right. And so I think sleep in your sleep environment is one of those controllable factors that if you're willing to invest in it can probably make a big difference. Now it sounds like I'm doing, I'm saying what you're supposed to be saying, but I mean, you know, I've drunk the Kool-Aid. I'm well, all <laughs> But it, it, it's also there's sort of like uh, a lot of people are always uh, kind of building a sleep debt. It, it, they're 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 yeah they're losing out. They're losing out, and it takes longer and longer for them to make up for what they've lost. And everyone's focused on making up for what they've lost or 
you know, catch up on your sleep. I mean, this is a constant dynamic thing. So if you're always catching up on your sleep, you're actually never performing at your peak ever, but reverse it. If you, if you're, if you're always on a surplus, if you're always over recovered, now you're always at your peak and you're always excelling, getting better, getting better and higher energy and, and better results and better outcomes. So no matter what you're doing. Yeah, no, I think catching up on sleep is fundamentally a flawed concept and people need to understand, you know, it's a little bit like in a past life, in a past career, I used to sell outdoor advertising and um, which not too many people know, but I don't think I've ever said this on a podcast before. <laughs> in outdoor advertising, if you don't sell that billboard for the month of May, you don't make it up. It's gone. You could, you can sell it out in June, but you can never get back your May revenue. And I think sleep is a lot like that. You can't reclaim uh, sleep that you didn't get. You can change your ways and do better moving forward, but you don't, the body doesn't work that way. You can't make up on the weekend what you went into debt on during the week. If anything, it messes up your sleep cycles because now you get into the next week and your sleep cycles messed up and you've got to, it's like you're starting all over again. So exactly. I a hundred percent agree with you that full blown, you know, commitment slash obsessiveness to sleep is well warranted. And, you know, <laughs> as you know, I've, I've often commented on, you know, how my husband experienced this crazy sticker shock when we bought our Essentia and, and I joke about how it was my present for the next 27 years for the, all of the occasions of my life. But really, I think, you know, he's a business guy. And at the end of the day, if you break it down and you sit there and go, okay, what do you, how many hours do you spend on this thing? What is its contribution to your health and your performance? It's a worthy investment. So I like to talk about it as an investment versus a cost. It's like the coaching I do. People invest in themselves. It's not a cost. It's an investment. It, it reminds me of at one point I was in the, our New York shop and um, a couple of them there and, and she, just like you, is very enthusiastic about all the research that she's done on, uh, on Essentia and, and really wanted to have the Essentia and it, 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 it comes at a price tag and, and looked at her husband and uh, he was very easygoing because he, she said, so what do you think? Can we go for it? And he looked up and there was this big testimonial by Jonathan Page from the Chicago Blackhawks uh, on the wall next to him. And he just looked at it and he says, well, it's good enough for him. It's good enough for me. Let's go for it. You know, so he was the easy going, but uh, it was just kind of funny where, um, you know, we don't, our athletes are not ambassadors or anything. They, they, they just organically given their testimonials. They've all purchased their mattresses and uh, we're not a, big companies. You won't see commercials on Essentia, uh, like it's not mainstream that way. Uh, but, um, but, but these athletes have, uh, have helped us in the journey along the way, helping some of twisting the arms of some of those husbands. <laughs> yeah. Well, and providing you with a lot of the science, <laughs> right. And a lot of validation for how the product works, which, oh, is, yeah. which is fantastic. So, okay. Well, have we left anything out? Mr. Jack, or do you think we've pretty much covered it? Do you have any parting words for the audience? Things you think that they really should, maybe one or two things they should focus on? Oh boy. One or two things they should focus on. I mean, uh, I'm, I'm always about the full package, uh, but awareness, keep, keep, keep learning about it. Keep listening to these podcasts. The, the more you, the more you um, <clears throat> keep your mind on it, uh, the more you, you, you get it in your awareness. You start to do better at everything in your world, from uh, all 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 of your habits, 
become better. So awareness is the key. That's the foundation to making it all work. Like I mentioned, some of the tricks that make it go along, whether it be wearing some uh, block, uh, glasses that should start training you to get into the right habits. And, uh, and the darker, the better. You know, they have those red lenses ones that practically take everything away. Wow. Really train your train train yourself to that sleep is is uh, is uh, is vital and and uh, and to get into that direction. Uh, it makes the daytime so much better. Absolutely, that, that's really the outcome there. Thank you. Yeah, thank you for having me on. I really uh, really enjoyed uh, connecting with you. Likewise, and uh, let me know when you come see your parents in Boca. I will. And uh, okay, so guys, Jack, one last thing. You're, we're going to tell people where to find, learn more about the mattress if they want to connect with you. And we have a discount code for them as well. But first, where do they go to learn more about Essentia? So everything's at our website, myessentia.com, M Y E S S N T I A.com. And you've got Tons of information there. It's it, it's a pretty robust website with learning centers, uh, the, all the everything about the uh, um, uh, the seven stimulants, uh, the research that's on there. You can see the blood work on the EMF. So there's just tons and tons of information. Dive into it. Uh, our people love to swim in knowledge, and 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 that's why we try to put as much on there as possible. And um, and reach out to anybody. There we, we, we can people. We have well-trained people to talk you uh, by chat, by phone, by email. So we're, we're here to help and we're here to inform. And um, usually the more informed, I'll fall back on Essentia. So, so it's, it has a good business to end with too. Amazing. So myessentia.com and then Bionat, discount code Bionat will save you $100 on whatever mattress you choose. And it seems to stack on top of sale prices. I just tested it before the podcast and Essentia has a sale going on now. Now, by the time you're listening to this, there'll be another sale, maybe if it's the right time of year. I don't think you have sales all the time. It'll be a couple of months before the podcast comes out, but Bionat will stack on whatever pricing is live on the site at the time. And that'll give you, save you an extra hundred bucks. And, uh, and by the way, guys, get the pillows. The pillows are amazing. They're just the best next to the mattress. So thank you again, Jack. It's been a total pleasure. Thanks, Matt. Appreciate it. Thanks so much for joining me on this episode of the Biohacking Superhuman Performance Podcast. If you enjoyed the show, please remember to leave us a five-star review on iTunes because that's what helps us to be heard and to be seen. If you'd like to connect with me directly or if you'd like to leave any comments or if you have any questions about this episode, please reach out to me directly through my website, natnidham.com. And of course, if you're not already a member of the Biohacking Superhuman Performance Community on Facebook, that's where you'll find me every day. It's a short application. Just answer a couple of questions and you're in and interfacing with other amazing biohackers. Thanks again. And we'll look forward to seeing you on the next episode.